This is Love Talk, the Monica Marshall Podcast. For everyone who desires honest soul-to-soul conversations that will encourage, empower, and fire you up to break strongholds, establish your role in God's plan for this world, and to take bold actions. Here's your host, Monica Marshall. Hi, friends. A fall theme is called Fear Not, a reminder of who's in charge, and we are talking all about overcoming the spirit of fear and growing boldly in faith. My hope is that each day you grow more and more in confidence and develop a supernatural courage and boldness. This week we are talking all about fear over our finances and today's subject is life after overcoming financial anxiety. We are back with my husband who yesterday shared what the spirit of fear in regards to money did to his financial beliefs and to his life in general. If you haven't listened to it, I strongly recommend that you go back so you can experience his before and after. Welcome back, James. Thanks for having me back on. It was actually really hard to reflect and go back into that mindset. Looking back, I can clearly see how the spirit of fear had control over me in my life. In the last episode, we talked a lot about your financial anxiety and fear about money. What went through your mind when you relieved those times? As I look back at my old self, it made me laugh in a way, but it also made me sad that I wasted so many years just living in fear and stressing out over my finances. So we left our listeners with a little cliffhanger. The Lord, after our argument over $5, prompted me to fast and pray for your financial beliefs for 30 days. Did you know that I was praying then? I had no idea. I really had no clue that you were praying for me, but I'm glad you did. (laughs) On day 31, we were driving to church. And guys, the Lord prompted me to ask James to give me an amount to write on a check. We both made money at that point, and I gave all the money that we gave from my paychecks. So when the Lord said that, I literally very snarkily said, Whoa, gold gift, Lord, huh? Here comes 20 bucks. Don't spend it in one place. I literally said that. And that's what I believed about James. Do you remember the response to my question of what should we give that day? I do remember. I remember that day very, very clearly, actually. I know we were driving in the car on the way to church, and I was actually really surprised that you asked me to, you know, what amount to write because you always wrote the checks. But the moment that you asked me, I heard a number in my head, and it was clear. You know, there were no other numbers bouncing around in my head, and there was no feeling of fear or second-guessing or wrestling over what the number should be. Do you remember what the number was? I do. It was $1,000. Friends? My jaw has never dropped so low in my entire life. We are talking here about a man that I had an argument over $5 30 days before. We were arguing because I was trying to give $5 to a homeless man. I dug into my wallet to get that $5 and James took my wallet dug into it, and replaced my $5 with a $1 bill. 
That's all he was allowing me to give. And now he said $1,000. Let it sink in. What was going through your head at this point of, should I say, your spirit? I can't really explain it, but for the first time, I felt like I had plenty to give. And it really wasn't even a question. It sort of came natural and easy at this point now. Um, I think the most surprising thing for me was your reaction, looking at me like I had two heads. Do you remember what else happened that day? Guys, that day will go in in history as just monumental. So do you remember what happened that day? I do. I, I remember this day very clearly. You know, I remember later in the day we were listening to a random sermon, I think from some church out of Arkansas or somewhere. Um, it was while our son Bud was taking his nap. You know, it was a sermon about giving and trusting the Lord with your finances. And, you know, Monica didn't seem to be touched at all by this sermon, but something was definitely stirring inside of me. And, you know, for whatever reason, the moment the sermon ended, I knew that I wanted to give away my old car. You know, we had two cars at the time. You know, we had a newer car that we had bought and, you know, we were both working from home. So we really didn't need the second car. It just kind of sat in the driveway collecting dust. But I just had this feeling that rather than selling it, that I should just give it away. I can tell you, my friends, that at that moment when he said, I would like to give my car away, <laughs> I thought that I was either being punked or I was living in a completely different reality. And the car giveaway is a super cool story, which I bet I'll share one day. But within a day or two from James speaking those words, we got randomly connected with a young couple who, oh, I'm getting chills all over my body, just spirit was all over it. Um, we get connected with a young couple who the Lord prompted to pay specifically for a car for 30 days. When James decided to give the car away, that was their day 31 as well. How cool, isn't it? <laughs> James, where was all this coming from? I really don't know. I mean, I think it's it's got to be the power of prayer because for some reason, just uh, my fear over the finances were gone. You know, to this day, sometimes those fears will start creeping back in every now and then. But, you know, I can easily recognize it now and I know exactly where it's coming from. Has your financial situation changed in any way since then? Definitely. You know, within a week or so of that time, out of nowhere, our business just doubled and without me doing anything about it. And it's been growing ever since. Um, you know, I've noticed that anytime we're made aware of a financial need around us or if there's an opportunity to give, I just have this feeling and this confidence that we can meet the need. And it's crazy. But, uh, you know, after we donate or, or give away, you know, the following week or even that week, the, our sales just go up and it more than covers what we donated. Um, God just, you know, the more we give, the more God grows our business. Um, you can't see me here, but I'm getting a little teary eyed because uh, guys, just knowing James before and knowing him now and how generous his heart is and how the spirit of fear being completely removed from him changed him. Uh, I can't explain it, but it literally does something in my heart. I'm just 
all teary-eyed here. So putting myself together here. Okay, James. So since then, what is your outlook on money? Well, my outlook is completely different um, now than it was then. You know, back then I just felt like, you know, I have to work for it. I have to slave for it. That, you know, money didn't come easy, that there wasn't going to be enough. And even though I always had money, I just had this feeling like I didn't have enough or I wouldn't have enough. And, you know, now I just, I have a completely different mindset on money. You know, I, I look at money like it's not mine anymore. Um, I know it's God's money now. You know, I don't worry about it. I don't stress about it. And I see it abundantly and, and really limitless. Um, when it comes to our business, I believe that it's God's business and that he's building it for himself to advance his kingdom. You know, I know and I have confidence that it's going to keep growing. And really, my job is just to listen to him, obey, and just implement what he's trying to do with it. That's my husband, guys. Oh, my husky man. Um, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? I think just uh, being released from that spirit of fear is huge. You know, I don't stress out about my finances anymore. And, you know, this wasn't, I think it was instantaneous in a way, but also I guess I want everyone to know that it's been an ongoing process too. Like the Lord has been steadily working on me since that day. What's your advice for those who are struggling with this fear, the fear of our finances? Trust God, for sure. You know, to be fully freed, it took a combination of things. It was definitely the power of prayer. You know, Monica's 30, 30 days of prayer helped. Um, and then just connecting with God and realizing that he's in control and that he always provides, you know, realizing that money is really God's money. It's not our money. Um, so I just, uh, challenge everyone to take a step in faith and, and try giving and, and watch what God does. Watch him refill your bucket even more. And also, you know, notice how giving can meet someone's desperate needs. It's not only going to help them, but it will give you satisfaction like nothing else. That's awesome. Thank you, James. You're welcome. Guys, I, I'm telling you, I live this transformation through with him and i i just speak it all over you i speak all over you that the spirit of fear of our finances will just go away in a snap of the fingers and then that you open your eyes and you will be new made completely new let me lead you in a prayer i will leave you with a few minutes of melodies so you can have a soul to soul child with the father Friends, just be you, be raw and honest, just lay it all out in front of him. No filter, no pretty words, just you and your heart. Those are the best prayers. Father, thank you. Just simple thank you for all that you've done for us, for all that you've provided for us. Father, I am so thankful that you changed my husband's heart and I am even more thankful that you let me watch this transition that you let me experience it and that you allow him to share this testimony with others and how beautiful of a testimony it is father you are so good not only 
you changed his heart, but now you're changing lives of those that are on the receiving end coming from him. <laughs> I just love watching it. Father, I ask that anyone listening today feels inspired. They feel inspired to fully trust you with their finances. I pray that they fully believe in the power of prayer and that today, they don't waste time, that today they step in front of you and say, Father, I've believed so many lies about finances. Please, please take them away. Replace them with your truths. I pray that they will continue connecting with you and they will continue realizing that you are the one in control and you always provide. I pray that they realize that all that they have is yours and that there's so much in your bank that's waiting for them. I pray that they will step in faith and give, even if all they have is a couple cents. Even if all they have is a piece of notepaper that they can write a sweet note to someone. Anything that they can give. I ask that they do so. And I ask that you show up. You show up and refill their buckets. And I pray that they will start noticing how their freedom of fear of our finances is creating a place where they feel like they freely can give and meet desperate needs of those who are struggling. <laughs>